Welcome back. This is the muster on Hakanui. Um, I might have been shouting McShoutface in our last interview. That was a uh, user error there, so if it came across that way, uh, the problem has been rectified. Catching up now with Georgia Dillon. She is Senior Resource Management Officer for Monitoring at Environment South. And Georgia, good afternoon. Welcome to the muster. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, appreciate your time. We're going to talk just briefly today about winter grazing rules that are coming to effect. Now, in a nutshell, what's going on? So in a nutshell, um, we've got some new national environmental standards for freshwater coming in this year. Um, they came into effect on May the 5th. Um, and they, I mean, they essentially solidify a lot of the good grazing practices that, that many other farmers are, are using to this day. Um, they've just solidified them into regulation to, to protect those rivers and lakes out there. So, um, yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, so I was just going to go into a little bit more depth. Um, yeah. Essentially, it means farmers are, are required to winter graze within the permitted activity rules um, between the 1st of May to the 30th of September. Um, and as of the 1st of May, if they're unable to um, get in those permitted activity rules, then there's options for resource consent. And, um, and where slope is an issue, Southland has actually brought in a deemed permitted activity status as well, which could be more appropriate for people. So what should farmers be doing if they're unsure about where they need a winter grazing consent? So if they're unsure, um, so I'll go over the permitted activity rules just, just to give people a little bit more um, guidance on, on what they should really be um, following and give them a bit more information about um, what areas uh, uh, should be kept to. So um, those permitted activity rules really come around... Um, uh, some critical source areas, so those those should be left ungrazed and uncultivated um, without forage crop in them. Um, stock should be kept a buffer away from rivers and lakes about five metres, um, and that includes farm drains and any other drains, uh, regardless of whether there's water in there at the time of grazing. Um, and uh, with the slope, we're looking at any 20 metre distance in the paddock that you're winter grazing should be less than 10 degrees. Um, and also, uh, winter grazing shouldn't occur within 20, minute, 20 metres sorry, of a regionally significant wetland-sensitive water body. And all of that information um, is in uh, Appendix A of the uh, Southland Land and Water Plan. So if you're not sure of uh, whether you need a resource consent or whether you fall under the permitted activity rules and you're all good, um, there's a really handy checklist on our website um, to assess whether your winter grazing falls um, within those rules or not. Uh, and that, that can lead on to um, giving you information on who to contact to uh, set up a resource consent application or a deemed permitted activity application. So Environment Southland's following up regarding these rules, are they? Yeah, so what we're doing is we're doing a bit of an extension on our roadside um, proactive uh, inspections this year. Uh, so we have been doing those over the last couple of years and now we're just extending them out into winter. Uh, and so the compliance team will be out and about, um, like we usually are throughout the season, to assess paddocks on a regular basis. Um, and we'll also be responding to any incidents that uh, get reported into us. So essentially why we're extending that out, we want to reach as many farmers as possible. We understand that this is um, something that's quite new um, and we're trying to give that education and, and get people prepared as much as possible. So what's some other things that farmers need to think about when they're looking at winter grazing? Because obviously not too far away now. 
No. So, um, yeah, we're, we're really encouraging people uh, and farmers to just just keep up those good grazing practices, making sure that you're uh, sticking within the rules, but also being aware, you know, when everyone knows winter weather in Southland's pretty unpredictable. Um, so just making sure you're planning ahead, following good management practices is super crucial. Um, and it's really important to have a plan B in place. Um, if there's a, a weather event that comes through, that could increase the chances of, of pugging or having a, a discharge runoff. Um, and it's also really good to remember that uh, you know, Environment Southland is always available to give advice on wanted grazing, as are a lot of your industry groups. So reach out to any of your industry groups. Um, and if you're unsure, please ask. Please contact us and we can give you as much information as you need. Um, you know, we, we want people to be aware and we want people to, to comply the best that they can. Good on you, Georgia. appreciate your time on the muster this afternoon. All right. Thank you very much, Andy. Georgia Dillon there, Adam Environment Southland, regarding winter grazing practices, which is going to be um, coming to the front of people's minds pretty shortly, especially as we get into these cooler, cooler days um, starting in the next couple of days by the sounds of it. Coming up next, Andrew Walsh out of Twin Farm Genetics.